With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. Heart disease is the leading cause of death for Americans. According to the American Heart Association, rates are about 50% higher among Native Americans compared to their white counterparts. WXPR's Katie Thorson spoke with a cardiologist about what leads to those higher rates and what everyone can do to lower their risk. More than one-third of Native American deaths attributed to cardiovascular disease occur before age 65. Dr. Anupama Joseph is a non-invasive cardiologist at the University of Wisconsin. My primary focus is in cardiovascular disease prevention and in health equities and health disparities. She visits the Forest County Potawatomi community four times a year to host a preventive cardiology clinic. Dr. Joseph says along with heart disease, obesity and diabetes are also found in higher rates among Native Americans. Those two diseases can contribute to heart disease, all of which Joseph says are long-term consequences of intergenerational trauma and the effects of colonialism. Commodity foods, which were mostly all the things that, you know, I as a cardiologist tell my patient not to eat. So canned meats, flour, sugar, um, anything processed were kind of the commodity foods that Native populations were, were forced to eat. And that, in large part, over generations, has definitely contributed to higher rates of of obesity, overweight, and diabetes, um, more so than in the general population. Joseph's focus is on the things people can do to prevent heart disease, and she stresses it's never too early for anyone to start these things. Her recommendations include annual health screenings by your medical provider, knowing your family's medical history, and a healthy lifestyle, which includes regular exercise and eating healthy. What I tell people to do is kind of shop around the perimeter of the grocery store. Um, So, you know, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, um, lean meats, fish, things like that, and really avoiding those things that are in boxes, bags, freezers, things like that, that have a lot of um, additives, salt, things like that, that are definitely less healthy, but those can be enjoyed, but in moderation. Joseph says substance use can also contribute to heart disease. She recommends not using any form of tobacco, including cigarettes and vaping, and limiting alcohol to no more than one or two drinks a week. For WXPR News, I'm Katie Thorson. The man found dead after a shootout near Rhinelander was wanted by Barron County authorities. The Department of Justice has identified 33-year-old Stephen Kincaid as the man accused of shooting at police at a home on River Road in the town of Crescent January 20th. Police were doing a welfare check after a couple of 911 hang-up calls. A second person in the home was eventually able to get out, and a tactical unit found Kincaid dead. In Barron County, Kincaid never showed up for a court appearance in October, and a judge issued a bench warrant for him. He was charged in Barron County with false imprisonment with a domestic abuse enhancement, battery to an officer, and felony bail jumping, among other charges. The Rise Lake Chronotype reported in July that Kincaid had allegedly tried to prevent a woman from leaving the home for work. She got out through a window. He was arrested for false imprisonment and reportedly kicked an officer while being put into a squad car. An obituary indicated Kincaid was born in Rhinelander and attended school in Crandon for a time before moving to Spooner in 2004. 
The search for a missing woman in Langta Flambeau came to a successful conclusion. Just before noon yesterday, Langta Flambeau police got word of a 68-year-old woman who had gone for a walk and not returned. She reportedly was suffering from dementia. Officers began a search and help was called in, including search and rescue dogs. After about five hours, the woman was located on County Highway H near East Boundary Road, which was described as a very desolate area. The woman had apparently walked across a lake. She did not need medical treatment and was returned home safely. A number of agencies helped with the search. American Airlines is adding a third daily flight between the central Wisconsin airport and Chicago's O'Hare International. Airport Director Brian Griefe says it's good news. And that just gives travelers more options, more seats, um, and with those more uh, additional seats, uh, generally comes better prices. Griefe says the move is a vote of confidence in the market from American, especially given the limited resources and national pilot shortage that every airline is facing. Small regional airports like central Wisconsin were affected by, by that. To get this additional service, it shows that support and that investment by American Airlines into central Wisconsin. This comes after American briefly added a third daily flight last June, but that went away after just a couple of months. The third flight will begin February 15th. Enbridge Energy Company is trying to persuade a federal appeals court to allow a pipeline to continue operating on a Wisconsin reservation. In June, a U.S. District Court judge ordered Enbridge to shut down a portion of Line 5 that runs through the Bad River Tribes Reservation by 2026. The tribe fears the aging pipeline could rupture. Enbridge's attorney told a three-judge federal appellate panel Thursday that the judge lacked authority to issue an order to shut down the pipeline. Wisconsin Republicans are urging the state Supreme Court to ignore a report from redistricting consultants that determined Republican-proposed legislative maps were unconstitutional partisan gerrymanders. They argue the consultants' findings are unsound. Democrats asked the court on Thursday to adopt one of their maps that the consultants found were nearly indistinguishable. The stakes are huge in battleground Wisconsin. Republicans have held a firm grip on the control of the legislature, even as Democrats have notched significant wins statewide. The liberal-controlled Supreme Court is expected to order new maps within weeks unless the legislature adopts a plan that Democratic Governor Tony Evers agrees to sign. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.